Hello, and welcome to the Community IT Innovators Technology Topics Podcast, where we discuss nonprofit technology, cybersecurity, tech project implementation, strategic planning, and nonprofit IT careers. Find us at communityit.com. Welcome to Community IT Voices, a series featuring interviews with nonprofit IT professionals. In this series, we will talk about nonprofit technology career paths, career resources, skills, and certifications. We will also touch on mentoring opportunities as you start out your career and ways to give back if you are further along. So, uh, my name is Carolyn. And I am interviewing Sarah Wolf with Community IT. And if you could just tell me your title and the years that you've been at Community IT. Yeah, um, I am the accounts associate at Community IT, and I joined in March 2018. So we are about to come up on my anniversary. Yay. <laughs> um, what are your responsibilities? And um, when people ask you what you do, what do you say? Uh, so uh, the way to like shortcut to what my duties are is I, I tend, tend to say that I am a, a client wrangler for community IT. So as an accounts associate, I do non-technical account management and customer service work. Um, and I also do sales um, inquiries. And so, you know, a lot of it is making sure that people understand the agreements that they have with us, making sure that our, you know, processes are working right and connecting people with, um, you know, the solutions that they need if they're having trouble. All right. Great. What a cool job. <laughs> so that, that sounds like about what you do on a typical day. Um, what are the best things about your job at Community IT? I think that the best thing about my job is that I every day is a little different. And I'm in a position where I really do get to know everybody mm -hmm. at the company. And I get to know a bunch of the primary contacts at our clients. Um, I also really enjoy the sales process, you know, uh, having people come to us being like, we have this IT problem. Can you help? And being like, absolutely. Like, let's take that IT hat, all of those troubles. We'll take them for you. We'll make sure that, you know, you get the systems you need so you can worry about whatever the actual job title at your work is or whatever you want to focus on. Um, because, yeah, that's one of the things we see a lot is, you know, oh, it's the the chief operating person who's like, well, like, I don't know anything about IT, but I'm supposed to be in charge of all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I gotcha. You got right, you. right. <laughs> it's so great to be able to be so reassuring. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So the next question is, what's something about your job that we probably don't know that you'd like others to know? <sighs> so there's a lot of data crunching actually um, specifically on the account management end I do a lot of the um, like background invoicing checks and um, you know keep track of our customer satisfaction uh, reports and sort of help with metrics and pulling reports around that kind of stuff um, which is really fun like I'm not 
somebody who considers myself like a super math person, but like getting to like dig down into the the patterns that you see in, you know, how responses go or what problems are coming up and how people are responding to them. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, that is totally something I would not have thought of because <laughs> you think account management, you think you're on the phone all day with all of the clients, but um, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I want to take you back a little bit and ask, why did you apply to community IT and what was it about community IT that inspired you to put your resume in? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was actually a teacher before this. Um, I was working at a small private um, school run by a charity. And um, in the best possible way, our funding ran out because we did not have enough students or enough, yeah, enough students that required the specialized support that we were giving um, because their actual community schools had like gotten their act together, which is great, like great. But that meant that I was out of a job come December 2017. And, um, you know, I'd been a teacher um, at various different schools, um, middle school and high school for like 10 years um, around the Maryland area and had worked at a um, nature education center, but like had come back to teaching, but then realized, you know what, I think this is the signal that maybe I should find another career because the idea of jumping in mid-year at a, a, a normal school was just, I was just like, you know what, I think it's time. Um, and I actually had a, a friend, a very good friend who was working here and had been raving about community IT for years, years and years and kept on being like, we have a job opening. Do you want to apply? And I'd be like, no, I'm happy here. And then like, finally, he was like, hey, we have got a job opening for an account associate. I know you're looking, please come be my coworker. Like, we're really awesome. And like, the, he had already told me all about the ESOP, um, the fact that we're employee owners and that we work for nonprofits. And that like really, you know, you're a teacher and you want like that's that's a very service civil servant sort of oriented um, career. And like that was a huge part of my identity at that point. So, you know, being able to transition to, you know, OK, I'm not, you know, in a school, I'm not in a nonprofit, but I'm helping all of these people with their really amazing missions. So this is still a way for me to give back to the community and, you know, fulfill that, that, that need in myself. I love it. I love it. I, I think <laughs> there are a lot of people at community IT who feel that sense of service, um, which can be odd at a, well, I mean, it's a for-profit, but like an employee-owned organization. Yeah. Um, can you cast your mind back or think about um, now that you've, you're almost at your anniversary, <laughs> um, do you think that there's something about you that helped you get the job at community IT that you know that made you a good fit yeah so you know thinking back on it and looking at you know seeing how our community as a staff is so tight-knit and very open um I am as you've probably seen <laughs> rather you know outgoing and I really enjoy connecting with other people and as you know, a teacher, I also have a bunch of 
I came in with a bunch of, um, you know, conversation management tools. And so, you know, de-escalating, you know, a la- active listening, all of those kinds of things, you know, that's, and, you know, you make a lot of, of rapid decision making uh, on your feet as a teacher. And so all of those things are, you know, good skills to have. So hearing about your career path of being a teacher um, and coming to it that way, um, I'm interested in this next question, which is um, if you uh, were talking to someone, say, in high school about what skills and experiences they should work on to to work at a place like community IT, um, what would you tell them? I think especially at the high school level, take a class in public speaking. Uh I never did that until after I got out of college and was starting to do like in teacher training um, or teacher certification. Uh, Yeah. Public speaking. Honestly, never did it. But debate would also Uh be a really good idea because that allows you to um, really categorize and organize your thoughts. and, you know, present them in a way that one, like confidence in presentation is huge, mm-hmm. um, as well as just being organized enough to have the information you need or information that comes up at your fingertips. Um, and yeah, also, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be frank, like as, as a woman, like the idea of like talking confident speaking confidently about something it's it's been a challenge to overcome all of that um behavioral training that you have you know growing up being like don't don't make a scene you know speak but you know don't be overconfident and your sentences with an uptick so that you have it's a questioning yeah you know all of that like do the work to to break yourself of those habits um find somebody that can mentor you um in those things and can model really good behavior for you um you know at community it i'm very happy that we aren't a we don't have a stereotypical sales approach um, a lot of our clients are word of mouth and things like that. So I do not have to do cold calling, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, but also like actually still taking a class, t- like getting the fundamentals of sales is a good idea just to figure out the proper, you know, not buzzwords, but like, you know, we're making good word choice and, um, phrasing, all of that kind of stuff. Like you gain it with experience, but also like finding things to key into and um, focus on are really good. No, I think that (laughs) makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, try and take, try and manage a bunch of kids and get them to learn about something. And you, you, you get, you pick up a bunch of, you pick up some tips and tricks. So uh, yeah. (laughs) I think I may have already covered this a little bit, but um, what is one thing that you thought you knew about the job when you started it, an account manager, that it turned out you were really wrong about? I definitely thought I was going to be on the phone 
dealing with like a lot of these like un, like you know oh I'm confused about this or oh I you know I I have questions about that and like really spending a lot of time explaining things to people or you know putting out fires but our help desk is awesome <laughs> uh like I I love the service desk and like the amount of like we have some hardcore fans of some of our some of our help desk uh analysts and you know my my supervisor and like as part part of our processes is making sure that we communicate enough ahead of time and do the change management ahead of time so that there aren't a lot of wait what I thought this like issues coming up. And so it's really nice to to not have to deal with those kinds of issues as often. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that kind of leads directly into my next question, which is um, if you, if you uh, had a friend or a colleague at a, at a different organization who was maybe um, not finding support or not feeling fulfilled in uh, what they were doing. Um, can you talk a little bit about like, where do you turn for encouragement? Um, how did you find mentors and training that you needed for the nonprofit technology job that you have? Yeah. Um, so as hard as it is to do, and as much as people hate doing it, networking, um, creating professional level contacts, um is really helpful so within you know the within community it like i have people that i'm just a little bit closer to and so if i'm having an issue with anything you know reaching out to make sure that you know it's not just you is really big and also you know they can sometimes give you perspective or background on a situation that you find yourself in that helps clarify what's going on. Um, in terms of finding mentors, if there isn't somebody available in the company that you're working with, finding people in the area that you're in that you look up to and connecting with them, it's super daunting. But, you know, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, like, like try, reach out to people and they will respond. Um, you know, I have, you know, I neglected my LinkedIn for years and years and years. I was like, I'm a teacher and it's fine. Whatever. But like, I've just been, you know, in the last six months to a year, I've been, you know, trying to make more connections outside of like my friends, friends and like my work people. Um, and I've met some really amazing people that way. Um, and then in terms of training, um, community IT has been really great about being like, yeah, like we have partnerships with N10 and, you know, for and uh, a couple of the different vendors that we use. I know Tech Impact has trainings. Um, Channel Partners does trainings. Um, so being part of a membership organization that can give you discounts on those kinds of things. Um, as well as I honestly, when I was like, hmm, I think I need to learn a little bit more about sales. I just Googled it <laughs> <laughs> and like found, you know, pretty good, <laughs> pretty good sources. Good resources. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things, you know, I'm not technical, but 
our company uses ITIL, ITIL. So, you know, getting a foundation in that is not a bad idea. That's one right. of the things I'm considering right now. So. Right. That makes sense. Um, did you have any doubts about joining community IT? I know you said you had a friend who was just loved it so much. So, but um, after, now that you've worked here, um, you know, what would you say to someone who was having doubts about nonprofit technology or, or sales or accounting or anything? Um, I am so glad I found myself here. And, you know, for somebody like for somebody joining community IT, I'd be like, like, look, we're not going to, if you're looking to just make money and make sales, like, okay, we're not necessarily the place for you because we're so mission focused and, you know, community oriented. But if you're trying to like really feel connected with your coworkers and feel like devoted to a, a worthy mission and, you know, feel supported in everything that you do. Like, we're really great. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I came from a non-technical background. Like, yeah, I taught comp sci to middle schoolers. Like, yes, keyboarding and, you know, basics of programming. But that's like, you know, just right. teach them to drag and drop things. Um, but, yeah, like, find some place that, has a history and a vibe that welcomes learning and welcomes growth. Um, and yeah, one of the other things that was like a real key and I was, I was talking with, with my friend and, you know, he used to come from education and like there were several other people higher up in the organization that also made that change. And like, there are a lot of people that transitioned into tech um, by coming to community IT and you know, as long as you're really good at critical thinking and analytic skills and learning and being open to to learning new things, it's a great field. I hope that answered the question. I may have so. like ended up in left field a little bit, but no, I love it. I love it. That was exactly that's a great field and it's a great company. So um I guess I was gonna ask you um when people ask you, what do you do? What do you say? But you already answered that at the beginning. But I wonder when people ask you what community IT does, what do you say? I say that community IT helps nonprofits not worry about IT. You know, making sure that they have the tools that they need for their workers to do what they need to do now, but also providing the proactive support, planning, um, strategic thinking to make sure that it's not, there's nothing that catches them off guard, you know, two, three, five years down the road. And, you know, let them focus on what they need to do. Right. As nonprofits. Mm -hmm. Thank you so, so much for your time today. This was just a lovely interview and I really appreciate it. Thank you. No, this was fun. Community IT does these free webinars and podcasts for our community, and we love sharing our knowledge and experience. If you have more questions or are having trouble with your IT at your nonprofit, please get in touch with us on our website, www.communityit.com, so we can start a conversation or schedule an assessment. 
Downloading any of our free resources there will get you signed up for our webinar reminders, and you can attend our next webinar in real time and ask our experts your own questions. If you love podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a rating to help others find this leadership resource for nonprofits.